0: Welcome back to the Beyond Macros podcast. We are the Sustainable Transformation Nutrition Coaches, and our show will teach you how to make your transformation that lasts with episodes about nutrition, movement, and the all-important art of inner work. And today's episode is about how art is inner work. Before we get to that, I want to remind you of some of the great free resources we've put out to help you make your transformation that lasts. Last week, we dropped a podcast episode about how to use screen time limiting apps to improve your quality of life. And you can download the planning worksheet at beyondmacros.com slash 50. And check out our Instagram story highlight for a tutorial on how to use screen time. As always, you can download our calorie and macro calculator worksheet at beyondmacros.com slash worksheet. This worksheet has amazingly helped almost 10,000 people get a jumpstart on their transformation that lasts by figuring out a starting place with macros, including James D, who sent me this email recently. He said, I downloaded the free macros worksheet a month ago today. I'm now four kilograms for you in the US. That's almost 10 pounds lighter. My strength numbers have stayed and my Metcom performance and gymnastics are at a new level. This is the first time in my life I feel on top of my nutrition. Thank you. Also, the podcast is great. Thanks, James. So has the worksheet helped you? Let me know by emailing coaches at beyondmacros.com. And of course, all of this free content, including the podcast, is supported 100% by our coaching. If you are truly ready to get leaner and perform better, by developing consistency with your nutrition habits, we have two coaching options that you can read more about and set up a free initial call at beyondmacros.com services. Did I mention we just started guaranteeing progress? That's right. As long as you do the work, stay in touch with your coach, and don't have a pre-existing disease that would prevent progress, we will guarantee that you will see progress towards your goal in 60 days or less. If you're ready to get started with the last nutrition coach you'll ever need, head on over to beyondmacros.com services today. And now today's episode. It begins in one of my favorite cities in the U.S. This city only exists for one week every year, and it's famous to outsiders for orgies and drugs and to insiders for its 10 principles and magic moments of connection. That city is Black Rock City the home of Burning Man. And Ashley Bledsoe was having an absolute blast and experiencing a deep connection with her husband, Mike, because they went rogue and camped by themselves this year. So it
1: was really great for our relationship, too, just to, like, have that time together. And, uh, you know, there's, yeah, there's just expression. You see it everywhere in the art. And one of the moments that Burning Man I had was, you know, we are watching, they had this uh, 600 drones up in the air, and they created this light show beautiful and they are making shapes and faces and all kinds of things out of the drones in the sky and it just blew my mind that someone can have this dream and this vision this idea and then be able to manifest it and create it and just go for it you know it was beautiful experience and yeah so you know burning me was so fun you know we 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 played hard. We, we, you know, we had, we had a lot of fun. We stayed up late. Um, We, you know, met new people. We went to Dr. Bronner's, uh, you know, Foam Nation and you dance naked and, you know, drying off. And then you, you know, you go into like dancing to some music all night with, you know, fire dancers and, you know, then you ride on art cars, you go to these workshops. And so, there's just constant movement and there's constant You know, just things to experience and to see. I promise this episode will
0: not be an advertisement for Burning Man. I only bring up these expansive experiences Ashley was having to contrast it to what came next. Ashley's brother had to have heart surgery and she had to fly straight from Burning Man to Tampa, Florida to take care of him while he recovered.
1: I was at a point where I felt I was about to explode. Um, in loneliness, um, I had my brother, but it was just it, that was just it. it was just me and him and he was working some and, um, yeah, I just got super lonely and, and Michael and I were also in a spot in our relationship where it was really, um, challenging for me. Um, we have an open relationship and he had starting dating someone and, um, I was out of town and they were having fun, magical time. And I'm sitting there, you know, hanging out, watching football with my brother and I don't watch sports. And, um, I was just, Losing my mind. Ashley really hit a low during that trip. God, please help me. (laughs) I'm going to lose my mind. (laughs) Uh, I cannot handle any more football. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Ashley fully lived her
0: intention to expand at Burning Man, but she was about to meet a physical roadblock to her expansion. She and her brother had to travel and stay in a hotel room. So instead of expanding, she felt as though those four walls were putting her at a point of contraction.
1: During my time with my brother, we had gone to another city for his work and uh, we were staying in a hotel room. And um, I I was just like, I can't do this. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm locked in this room and I need, I need, I need, I need something. And uh, yeah, I think, I think, And knowing, you know, Michael was back home having fun and having an experience with another woman was really, really challenging. And so I just, yeah, it was, it was at that moment where I was like, I need to do something for my soul. Like I need to do something soul nourishing and, um, or, or I'm going, I'm going to break Yeah. and, um, yeah, so that was kind of the moment of like that transition was like right as we were going into the other city and I was kind of felt just enclosed into this place and um, my intention going to Burning Man was expansion and so that was the complete opposite of what I wanted to feel and so it was like a way of me like I've got to, I'm, I'm being closed in, I need to I, I need to be able to rip out and expand.
0: Ashley said she felt herself slipping into the life she lived 11 years ago but she has done a ton of inner work
1: since then. Rather than feeling helpless, Ashley took action. Michael made a comment about me being really good with my hands. And so I was like, you know what? I want to get creative with my hands. I want to use my hands and I'm here and I'm limited, you know, in, in what I can do. Um, and so I just went to the store and I Googled DIY mandalas and I saw the tools that I needed to get. And I was like, got it, wrote them down, went to Target and, and Michael's and bought that stuff. And I came home and I just watched a couple of videos on like how to, you know, start it and set it up. And I just was like, all right, I'm going to do this. And, um, you know, when I started it, I made the, you know, commitment and the intention of no matter what I'll finish each mandala that I start. And when, when I was working on the mandalas, it was such a peaceful meditative release and I was able to let some creativity and try things out and I would at times be like oh I'm not gonna like this oh this looks bad no keep going keep going and so it was just a really great like learning experience and and I've made some really pretty beautiful pieces I think
0: Ashley posted her first mandala on her Instagram story and I was floored I posted some of her creations on Instagram and in the show notes for this episode at beyondmacros.com slash 51 if you want to check those out. I thought Ashley had been creating art for years and just happened to be trying a new medium, but that wasn't the case at all. She hadn't touched an art supply in 20 years. And that lack of experience actually led to some insecurity that almost kept her
1: from trying in the first place. I think there was a piece of me that was like, "Ah, eh, you can't do that. You won't be good enough. It'll suck. You don't know how to draw, you know, like yeah. whatever." And um I let I let go of that that fear of like not being able to do something and I was like, "Whatever, I'm just going to try it. I got to do something. Yeah, you know, I want to do something." And um Yeah, so the fear of um, of failure.
0: The amazing thing about inner work practices is that they transcend their context. Drawing mandalas doesn't just make Ashley better at drawing mandalas. It has helped her address a fear that kept her from the expansion she has been seeking she explains how overcoming the fear has translated into taking actions she otherwise may have avoided.
1: I mean, this, you know, I mean, being interviewed on, you know, a podcast is, is nerve wracking a little bit for me, you know, it's new to me a little. And so, um, there's fear in, am I going to sound smart? Am I going to sound stupid? You know, am I going to make sense? Am I going to be able to, piece it all together and just being willing to do it and, you know, look at it as I'm, I'm putting my heart into it. And I have the intention of just trying to show up or not trying, but showing up mm. as fully as I can as me.
0: And speaking of intention, Ashley actually had a stumbling block with creating mandalas after the first one. The first mandala had the intention of breath and is my favorite that she has created so far. The next two that she drew, she actually found her creativity hampered because she looked outside of herself for inspiration.
1: With that one, I didn't even look at any other mandalas. And then after that, I started kind of looking at or I started looking at other ones and trying to get ideas. And and I feel like a lot of times that was clouding you know, my, my creativity and my flow. And so, um, I did a few like that. And then, um, yeah. And then the last one that I showed you last night, it was the one that I just finished. And, um, at, at some, like on my third or fourth one, I decided each time I start a mandala that I would create an intention. Um, and, and the intention would be, you know, shown in in the piece.
0: I was first exposed to the idea of putting intention into a creative piece the first time I made a drum. I was told that it's believed the prayer you hold while creating the drum will stay with it forever. And since drums are meant to be gifts and resonate, you want to hold a prayer or intention, for those of you who prayer triggers, that you would like to pass on and ripple that out into the world. As I mentioned, Ashley felt the healing power of holding an intention while creating her first mandala. If I was to put
1: an intention now thinking about it, it would be breath.
0: And breath has some deep meaning for Ashley and was exactly what she needed to nourish herself while playing the role of caretaker with her brother. Ashley explained that this is what breath means to her.
1: Down regulation. Mm. It's like getting back to, you know, my, my body. Connecting yeah. me back, um, connecting me to source, um, it slows me down. Mm. Yeah, it just it just lets me, you know, because cause a lot of times it's easy to be in your head and be way out there and think about what you don't want or what you don't like, and then when you can breathe and just, it lets all that go, and it just kind of stops all that, right? And it just like pulls you back into to now, into to you, into your body, and so um, yeah. Yeah. Just think about that. That would, that would be the intention I, I, th- I had. I didn't even realize that, but I was thinking the whole entire time that I was, I was making that breathe. Nice. It's going to be okay. Breathe. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> you can do this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Damn straight you can. <laughs> what practices have you been putting off because you think it might be a waste of time or that you have been putting off because you're afraid you might fail? Ashley's story not only teaches us the healing power that a creative practice can have, but also that reflection and inner work practices transcend their medium. Creating mandalas with intention helped Ashley overcome a fear of failure and a fear of looking or sounding stupid. The time she spends creating mandalas not only nourishes her soul, but removes self-imposed obstacles to expressing her true self in all areas of life. And because of that, you get to hear her story today. And you will be seeing a lot more from Ashley in the future as she continues to create mandalas and steps into her purpose as a coach who helps entrepreneurs and their partners who are having miscommunications and misunderstandings to feel more appreciated and desired. If you want to connect with Ashley, see the mandalas she's been creating and learn from her wisdom about relationships and communication, you can follow her on Instagram at Mrs. Period Bloodsopia B-L-E-D-S-O-P-I-A, and I've put pictures of her mandalas in the show notes and on the Beyond Macros Instagram. And if the open relationship part of this episode sparked your interest or even triggered you, make sure to subscribe to the show because in a few weeks I will be releasing an episode I recorded with Ashley about how you can apply the principles of an open relationship even if your relationship is monogamous in order to deepen your connection with your partner. If you enjoyed the show, hit the share button now and send it to one person you think will enjoy the story. You can also snap a screenshot of your podcast player and post it to your Instagram story. Make sure to tag at Beyond Macros so we can give you a shout out. And as a reminder, you can also support yourself and the show by considering our coaching services. You can learn more and set up a call at beyondmacros.com services. Thanks for listening, and I look forward to seeing you again next week.